You're listening to The Pedestal from Mike on Much. Presented by Much Studios. This is The Pedestal. Welcome listeners, friends, colleagues, movie fans. Uh, today we are doing Space Jam and I am joined uh, by uh, my friend and pop culture aficionado Shane Cunningham. Shane. Hello, hello. And also joined by award-winning writer, director, producer, <laughs> Jonathan Poplis. And also my friend. What's up, Jonathan? Mensa Everything. member. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, all of these things. Thank you very much. You yes. Do, at, nice to be at here. cocktail parties, you managed to work that Mensa bit in within the first 20 minutes. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and how tall are you? Six, five? <laughs> I don't have to work that into parties. I just am 6'5". Well, you got to work it into this podcast. You never no one sit can down at parties, yeah. Okay, so guys, today we are doing Space Jam. Y'all ready for this? Starring Michael Jordan, Bill Murray, Wayne Knight. Uh, and some context, it came out in 1996. And the top five grossing films of 1996, to give you a bit of an idea what was going on then. Number five, Ransom, starring uh, Mel Gibson. And obviously his reputation is that, aged well. Give me back my give son. Give me back my son. Yeah. Love that line. Not to be mixed up with, get off my plane. Love that line. Fantastic. Number four, Jerry Maguire. Love that Give movie. me back my money. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Mission Impossible. I love that movie. Two two Tom Cruise films. That I've heard someone speaking of James Bond last the last time that Mission Impossible is the best James Bond film. Oh, there you go. I had a friend of mine that said that last. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and that's a good reminder to go and listen to our episode with Goldfinger if you haven't yet, mm. where we talk about James Bond in that film. Number two on the list, Twister. And the highest grossing film of 1996 is any guesses, fellas? Uh, Twister Titanic was number two. Year? Twister was number two. Titanic was not out that year. Mm. Uh, oh wait. Uh, was it was it another disaster film? No, but the world does befall uh, hardship. Ooh, I 96. guess you could call it a disaster. Ah, uh, Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, it's starring one of the biggest movie stars of all time, and it, it was his first blockbuster. Oh, Independence Day. Independence, Independence Day. Day. There you go. Number one movie of 1996 yeah. is Independence Day, right. and Space Jam came in at. 18. So 18th highest grossing film. Uh, made $280 million on an $80 million budget. I think 60 of that went to Michael Jordan probably. Uh, and it is currently, uh, we'll, we'll discuss sort of the, the view of it on Rotten Tomatoes and its rating a little bit later. But first, fellas, what did we think of this film when we first saw it? We were all in that, that age where we were pretty young, but not kid young, you know? We were teenagers. I was never into Looney Tunes. So initially I was totally off put or put off by... Uh, just Michael Jordan participating in a cartoon. I was a little bit too old for it. <laughs> well, was is he like, slumming it with these these cartoons? I, even as like a baby, I never really was into cartoons. Sure. With the exception of The Simpsons, uh, Woody Woodpecker when I was like very young, and Tiny Toons I really liked. Well, yeah, okay. So I really liked Tiny Toons. Yep, yep. Yeah, Animaniacs. But my love of Tiny Toons kind of made me hate Looney Tunes, and I had a real aversion to them, and it rem always reminded me of Sunday for some reason, or like, like the just really lame jokes that I didn't find current or funny, and uh, yeah, it reminded me of like Sunday and like getting ready to go back to school because maybe when I was a kid they always played. Well, on Sunday. Sundays, hmm. I'll say because I was like the opposite, like obsessed with. I, 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 before this movie came out, I would say I would have seen every single Looney Tunes because on Sunday it was the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show. Oh, this is where he gets his there. weird uh, and aversion. And it played yeah. like for four straight hours every Sunday yeah, and I would sit familiar. and watch I all hated of that. it. I hate it. 
Yeah, I hate, it's funny how you, there's certain things that remind you of Sundays, which ultimately reminds you you're going to have to go back to school mm-hmm. on Monday, that just gives you a weird feeling. I, I hate true. Labor Day. I hate the Labor Day classic. In, in Canada, we have a big game with the Hamilton Tire Cats and the Toronto Argonauts. I fucking hate See, that See, Labor day. day is always when my birthday is, so it's always around, birthday mm-hmm. means back to school for me. So oh. it's the same idea. Like Mixed my emotions? Me, yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so that, so I was not excited about this film, and I was... Probably the most I was into basketball was around the time this movie came out. And I still had an aversion to it. But you did see it. I did see it. Yeah, of course. Did you like it then? I didn't. I saw it in theaters, probably opening night, and I I didn't love it, no. Okay. Johnny. I don't remember my first time seeing it because it was one of those movies that sort of made it on that VHS shelf, like the bit with, with like yeah. little big league and big green and sandlot and a- one of those angels things, in the outfield, angels in the outfield. Perfect. Yeah. Like and rookie of the year, rookie of the year. That's sort of, I ended up watch it's on the rotation. If you end up watching so many times that you can't discern between the first and 15th time you watch it. And it's not, and it's the perfect kind of movie when you're younger that you don't have, you don't have to start at the beginning. It's whatever, whenever you stop the tape and you press play and it's like, Oh, there was a halftime. Let's, let's start from here. And so I had watched it and, and, and I, rec- I recall loving it a lot as a kid, as since it obviously made it into that rotation of movies that I watched. Again, yeah. I loved Bugs Money. I love basketball. Yeah, I checked I, off two of your main boxes. But I wasn't a big Michael Jordan fan uh. when I was younger because I was such a big basketball fan. He was sort of the bad, sort of like how people still, younger people might see LeBron or something where he's the sure. bad guy of the league where he's the one that has to be beaten. Yeah. Like I came He's in, Darth Vader. Yeah, essentially. Like I was like, I actually loved Akeem Olajuwon when I was a kid. He was like my favorite player I know <laughs> by far. Yeah. Um, hey, you're a fan of footwork. But I am. Um, but, but I, there was no avoiding that he was like supernova, ridiculously famous. So it did sort of hit both those things at once for me, this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of am similar to you. I don't, I would have been 15 when this came out and I was already kind of like, I, I'd left sports as like a, something I was into and kind of like was now into music and kind of, I think I was already kind of girls and, you know, smoking a little bit of Reefa. And uh, I say that to sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mission accomplished. <laughs> and uh, so I don't, this movie is part of the collective consciousness. I, I I remember scenes like if before watching it again for this podcast, I could have been like, oh, I remember this scene like where he gets pulled into the the golf hole or whatever. You know, like you remember mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's from clips or what. I, I knew the plot, but I don't have a memory of like, oh, I'll st- I went to the theater and watched this because I definitely wouldn't have found time to watch it then. Right. Not really caring about sports and being too old for for cartoons. You had reefer to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> too much reefer. <laughs> Got no time for this. <laughs> a little bit of reefer. Which is weird because it, it, you would think on paper, like rolling papers, it's the perfect film to <laughs> like watch while high. Yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see. So you think a young Mikey would be rushing to the theaters, make out with a babe? You don't really need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Just- <laughs> it was probably the sports angle. We were, right. we were out on sports at that point too. And then basketball oddly became your favorite sport. I know. At the age of like nineteen. Yeah, that's right. I came when I Did came you back. rediscover this movie like later on? on and sort of like it or has it it could have been could have been on tvs and places or you know maybe we threw it like you said it was one of those shelved vhs ones that was in everybody's house watch there's no it's it's, it's simple to throw on and watch yeah okay cool so i don't i didn't have negative or positive feelings about it uh in the past so i guess first uh things that we liked about it and the case for keeping it on the pedestal before we even get into that Uh i will say of the five movies we watched so far this is the one that the by far, I have no idea how I'm going to vote 
at the end of this one. I really am yeah. kind of of two minds. Ooh, I like it. A tease. So I'm kind of waiting for like. So you came into this without forming an opinion. Yeah, but I'm wow. just you know, watching I mean. it on his phone quietly <laughs> as we're talking. I just mean that like I feel I feel like at the end of uh, the other movies, I'm like I kind of know how I feel about these, how I feel about that movie, and I still can't nail down exactly how I feel about this movie yet. So Interesting. I'm very interested to what you guys have to say. Good stuff. Okay, so maybe we'll start with uh, with with Shane. Yeah, Reasons but, to keep it on things you like. Like yeah, we can hop around and everyone can pipe in. Uh, because I'm going to forget things and then remember things yeah. as we go yeah. around. But one thing I really enjoyed was how true to Michael Jordan's real life it was. They was, didn't yeah. really sugarcoat any elements of his life. Like, Jordan went through some rough stuff. Like, biggest one being, of course, his father, who he idolized, yeah. was killed. And they handled it and talked about it, alluded to it, without directly talking about it, but without avoiding it yeah. and acting like it wasn't a huge issue. And they also, uh, they kept how, how he went to North Carolina, how he wore shorts underneath. They really clearly talked to Jordan for a bit or read a bio on him. They kept the mythology intact. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. it, that, it was, well, it wasn't even mythology. It was, it was him. This is actually how he was raised. And I would think it was more of a, a mythological beginning. It was very like a humble beginnings. True. Like him just shooting outside and his dad coming and, uh, Saying like, hey, Michael, it's past midnight. What, what are you doing? Can I sleep, Pops? Well, neither can we with all that noise you're making. Come on, let's go inside. Just one more shot? And it just felt like a realistic origin story where a movie, you know, other movies are more well, silly. When I say mythologize too, I mean like... Those things you mentioned are like those are in those oh, are the right. talking points in right. the bio of the legend of Jordan. You know, it's like yeah, the, I'm using mythology as like the word myth. I'm a bit totally. of a dum dum if you know me. From <laughs> Mike on much I'm like the root word is myth. Well, You're to, wrong, Mike. To your point about keeping it uh, authentic, I was shocked at how willing Jordan, who's kind of not known as a guy that's willing to take the piss out of himself or or be kind of humorless, mm -hmm. like. Those baseball scenes were handled in a way that was like oh, yeah. when the catcher's trying to give him the signs and it's like, you know, for what it was, keep Michael happy because it's like he's this big like mm -hmm. sort of draw and they kind of make fun of the fact that he's not a very good baseball player. It's like, I thought about that a lot and I think ultimately it's because this movie was made after he was deciding to come back. Right. Mm -hmm. So he knew baseball was behind him. So maybe he was comfortable poking fun at the uh, excursion. I, yeah, I noticed all this. I thought it was like a really shockingly, weirdly honest super honest but like he was honest portrayal of Jordan how he's like super critical of his teammates like I the, the biggest adult revelation for me in this was at, in, in near the end of the movie where the aliens are like oh I want him I want Jordan and he's like okay I'm gonna up the stakes if uh if the if, if we win uh, they get the the powers back and if you win you get me and I'm like wow like the third act of this movie is hinged on Jordan's like crippling gambling addiction. Like, <laughs> wow. That's a very astute observation. Like, Bugs is like, uh, Jordan, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. He's like, I got this. I got this. Cause I got to, I got to feel the juice bugs. Come on. Like I need this game to mean more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that kid off the top. He's like, I'm going to play for North Carolina, win a national championship, play yeah. for the NBA. I, I, in my notes, like no mention of the wizards disaster from young, <laughs> young Nostradamus. <laughs> I'm going to own the Hornets yeah. and they're going to be terrible. <laughs> um, but that, that gambling thing is funny because it is a very reckless. I mean, I guess it shows how confident he is. In, in but that's himself. the idea. Because, but to him, it's not gambling, right? Yeah. To him, he's always ready to like give me the last shot and all that yeah. stuff. But they didn't yeah. really show the the mean side of Jordan. You're right. Now they really made him seem like the nicest guy in the world. 
Uh, you got to for a kid's yeah. movie, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I actually, on the realistic tip, I did think, I had my notes that his house was way too modest for Michael Jordan. Oh, with, uh, I said suburban, suburban house. Yeah. Like, like, was, oh, suburban guy, Michael Jordan. He's a multi-millionaire living <laughs> yeah. in a mansion. He should have been, I, I feel like, you know the movie Home Alone? That's yeah. what I thought, Home the Alone. Home, but no, but the Home Alone character should live in that house and Jordan should live in the Home Alone house. I still feel like he's, he's on this yeah. like nice little neighborhood with the green lawn. Like, get out of here. blocked off sprawling yeah. property. But that being said, I think at the time he was playing for the, uh, the, uh, I have it in my notes, the Alabama <laughs> Barons. So maybe that's just his home while he was on the farm yeah. team for the Chicago. Oh, maybe Chicago that's true. Red Sox. I guess. I, really, I thought the same thing. Though. The same way I was trying to make a backstory for Odd Job uh, last week. I'm sitting here trying to figure out why he would yeah. be in that house. Uh, any uh, any other good stuff you got there, uh, Shane or Johnny? I thought the humor was surprisingly appealed to me nowadays. Like, I thought it was, like, the baseball, the catcher is hilarious. Curveball, don't swing. Don't swing. Like, (laughs) telling, he's so obsessed with Jordan, he's telling him every pitch. And even when he tells Jordan the exact pitch, which he can hit, Mm -hmm. Jordan misses. He goes, oh, you're supposed to hit that. Jordan's like, I tried my best. And he goes, (laughs) I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, nailed how deferential. Everybody probably, like, he's riding minor league buses at the time. Like, his teammates and people he played against, it must have just been, like, a a wild. Every every player, though, uh, that they cast to be on the baseball team, the minor league team, was awesome in their one line that they had yeah. like look the way he wears that or like look the way he struck out like it was i laughed at almost every line that they said and maybe it was because i wasn't expecting them to be funny mm-hmm. but it definitely uh I, I laughed way more than i did in some movies that are supposed to be overt just an odd place to start too like mm-hmm. for if you don't know anything about jordan at all if you're starting in this like minor league baseball game in like birmingham Alabama, you know what i mean yeah like it really does assume that you feel the same way that this cat like we all love jordan right like we're starting there we all but that's him, another right? thing i liked um the opening montage i thought was edited so awesome and there was actually dunks that i haven't seen in youtube compilations i was like i've never oh, yeah. seen that it showed play. he's just so he was just so good like he's, he is so good but mm-hmm. that montage kind of said it all like they didn't mm-hmm. need to kind of say like oh he's the greatest and he's so obviously the greatest everyone knows it you didn't really need to open the, the to really tell everyone that he, he's this great basketball player yeah yeah, I, I uh, in my notes, I have that one of the things I really liked or thought was good is uh, the character of Babs. You know, it's like really empowering if you're a young girl into sports. Lola, you mean? Was it Lola? Lola Bunny. Hi, my name is Lola Bunny. Lola? You thought that was empowering? They over-sexualized I, the I shit out of her. I did not think that she was very empowering. No? I th- no, well, I, I thought, thought they were playing saxophone she- music and... Uh, 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 yes, but, but the whole thing I think there was, we set it up as like she's going to be objectified. Oh, yes. And then she's the she best was. basketball player on the team. I don't know. And, Bugs and kissed Bugs, her at the end. Well, Bugs, Bugs won her over, but at first she's like, don't call me babe, is that it? Or honey? Don't call, yeah, maybe it's honey. Anyway, she kind of sets the line like she's kind of owning herself she's like yeah i'm it's uh, i'm sexy which is weird to say about a, was a bunny. it sweetheart maybe it was sweetheart mm-hmm. i did like, write sweetheart. why is this lola bunny why is lola bunny this insane sex object i don't get it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. you guys are making me rethink my thought here i just remember thinking when she was like don't call me that i'm clearly the best basketball player on the floor if you're if you're a young girl oh, well, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it's an interesting twist that's like oh she's the best one besides michael jordan i just felt like that was very overshadowed well, by by all the weird overt sexuality of this. And I even wrote like Bugs just kisses her. Maybe he should be the next James Bond. They caught a whole scene where Michael Jordan hooks up with her in the locker room. No. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there was a 20 minute fellatio scene. 20 minutes. (laughs) It was actually cunnilingus. (laughs) (laughs) He lifts her little tail. Spitting out fur. Thank you for doing doing the miming of of, uh, Spreading Her Legs Apart Man, man. I do agree that what was good about the character, she was being just looked at as a sexual object, but she stood up for herself. Yeah. But then she could play basketball. But like the sad in part a basketball is, movie. If you're a you know, young man, I guess it's kind of like, oh, this girl's hot. Let's whistle at her and play like the sultry music when sure. she's on doll. screen. He says doll because yes. he goes, don't call me doll that's because he's like, how's it going, doll? Because like, yeah. Yeah. that's the first thing like Bugs says to her. I also it was weird when she walks to the court and then Tweety Bird's like, oh, she's hot. <laughs> like, what? I Even in my notes, like, what? what? <laughs> Tweety. Well, because you horn dog Tweety. Another thing I always hated about Tweety Bird is not that I've listed anything I've hated about Tweety Bird, but <laughs> here's one other thing. thing. <laughs> Number 50, what I hate about Tweety. I always thought Tweety was a girl. Right. Oh. And then Tweety said the sexual comment, and I go to Alex, is like, is Tweety supposed to be a guy? Yeah, I guess yeah. To, yeah, I guess I never even thought of Tweety as male or female. That's right. right. That's where yeah. I was at. So that's why I was like, this Tweety's is a guy. Tweety Bird is a boy. I mean, now it's canon. He's male. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. There you have it. (laughs) I hate Tweety Bird. You hate it? Yeah. You hate a lot of Looney Tunes. Yeah, I do. They're coming in hot. (laughs) So, yes, I do agree the movie was funny. Very funny. Especially Bill Murray. You kick it into the girl, Bunny. Yeah. Down in the post. You dish it back out to the guy, Bunny. Got it. You swing it around the mic over here. You go to the hole and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. I felt like literally every single thing that Bill Murray said made me just double over. In my notes, it's Bill Murray just delivers in small minutes always. It doesn't matter. Always. Like it's like he could have two lines in a film and he's going to kill those two lines. Oh yeah. And he and it's sometimes it's one of those lines that if I repeated them, they wouldn't even seem no. funny. Like, oh, I don't play defense. If you don't just say that, it's not funny. Just the way he does it just like kills it every single time. He's so funny. But when Jordan's uh, when he's asking Mike, he's like, honestly, give me the straight face. <laughs> Can I make it in the NBA? He's like, no. <laughs> and then he's Is it like, because I'm white. Yeah, it's because I'm white. And that line. You would never get away with saying no. that these days. And I like how Jordan's like, no, he's like, Larry's white. It's like, that doesn't Larry's matter. not white. He's Larry's clear. clear. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love that they took that risk oh, yeah. to, to do that joke. And it was such an adult joke mm-hmm. that kids aren't really going to care about. But well, just it, like it was the, funny. the, how did you get here? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm friends with the producer. Uh, one of the yeah. union guys kind of picked me up from my house. Like these like super oh, yeah. duper insidey things that you oh. just get. Who, hey, here's a question, fellas. Who's more iconic, Michael, Bird, or Bill Murray? Ooh, I mean, in my life, Bill Murray, big time. How do what? How do you define iconic? Yeah. What is the root word of like? What does that mean? If I ask my mom, who would who would who would know? If you put 150 people in a room, who would all of them know the photo of Michael? Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So he's sure. the most iconic. Yeah. Yeah. We can move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, also, I like that every NBA player was in this except for uh, Magic Johnson. It's yeah, like, was it too soon for a plot about NBA players terrified to contract a mysterious illness oh, from, yeah. from other NBA I guess players? That's true. Like, I, is it because, like, is so there no close to that? No Maybe. room for HIV in a kid's movie, I guess. I don't know, but I just thinking it was a glaring omission. For, who's like, the funniest? Who's the best of the other NBA players? Great question. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy really? was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought he was great. I mean, more than Charles Barkley? I thought Charles was so... Was Charles like, is unintentionally funny because he's such a bad actor. <laughs> I think he wanted to try, like, be like, hey, I could be in this movie just like Michael because, you know, they're like big rivals back then. 
I like when Muggsy's like, uh, he's like, yeah, sure, it's fine for you guys without your powers because you're just tall guys, <laughs> but but I'm just another short guy. And they're like, truer words have never been said. <laughs> like they're just like they had a really funny line back. I at do Muggsy. love in this in this kids movie a psychiatrist like asking pa- Patrick Ewing. Oh, I got oh. notes on, oh, yeah. on Freud, man. <laughs> he's like, Are there any other areas besides basketball where you find yourself? Yeah. Unable to perform? Yeah, yeah. No. And this kid's movie's like, hey, Patrick, you can still fuck Patrick? <laughs> like, <laughs> I applauded that joke. <laughs> yes. Some people might not, not like that. Not even laughing, just standing yeah. and clapping. <laughs> yeah. Tweety Bird bad sex jokes with Patrick Ewing well, in a kid's it, movie good. It was innuendo, and I think you can get away with a little innuendo in a kid's film. Especially yeah. his face kind of said it all, right? Like, what? Like, what are you asking me? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that Freud bit was yeah. was odd. Um, was do we have a? Did you have more on the list? Of I mean, uh, well, I was, uh, was going to say, do we have a? Uh, I thought it have, was it was a huge blast. And I saw like you see Danny Ainge, I see Ahmad Rashad, Vladdy Divac, Patricia like, Heaton, Dan Castellano. I mean? yeah. There's all these like great. Oh, and that scene, the <laughs> masturbating joke. That's another thing. <laughs> Which was the masturbating in the trench coat? Or it's like well, this guy beside me is being really weird. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and then it's it's Dan Castellano and Patricia Heaton from yeah, Everybody yeah, Loves Raymond, and they're like, yeah. he's. Doing something weird beside Dan Castellana is like they're killing us. Like the way like a movie person like watches. So Dan Castellana is the voice of Homer Simpson. Yeah, Yeah. you got it. I don't really know how to say his last name either. Dan Castellaneta. There you go. Oh, nice. All right. Wow. Learning. Uh, that name uh, belongs on the pedestal. I don't know why. I just thought it's, <laughs> I, I, I'm just practicing saying pedestal every week. And because- so then, like, so we were talking. I also just in terms of the movie itself, I. I the ending of this movie, the last play, and the long stretch in the like, I, it gets me like like the moment like that's why I brought up halftime last time. The moment it comes out of halftime and all the Looney Tunes are doing the crazy business and Jordan is going to take the final shot and all that stuff. So I do think plot. Well, I mean the plot is sort of ridiculous and all over the place, but I do love how it all comes. You do get caught caught up in it movie wise yeah. in the ending. Mm-hmm. The big stretching his arm out. That's and, a pretty iconic scene yeah, too. Like I could have. Like th- that and him getting pulled down the hole. Uh, so okay. So do do we have a favorite scene? The best scene in the movie? Would you say that the the the, the final basketball, uh, Johnny? It's a good question. Probably. I would say that because it's just so like, and they're all holding on to him and his arms stretching. And yeah. It's almost like an analogy for his entire of how he feels his entire career is everyone holding him down and I'm still gonna score and win. Yeah. Hmm. Mikey, I'm gonna have to think about this for a second. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the wheel here for a second. My favorite scene, I think, was when the when Bugs and uh, Daffy have to go get the shorts, and the kids see the Looney Tunes. There's something magical and Santa Claus ish about it, especially mm-hmm. the little girl. Like mm-hmm. she, when you hear them talking, and she sees the shadows, and it's she's cute. like, like I remember that when that came. I was like, oh yeah, this is a good scene. It's just it's kind of sweet in, in funny way, and, and I, I like that. Sort of confused as to why the dog was treated as such an asshole in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, go on, Charles, who I think is named after Charles Barkley, maybe. But uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's, we'll we'll save that for what we didn't like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking about that scene, but I did. I do know what you mean. It is a cute scene and getting and and, and yeah. it's uh, the callback to the old cartoons of the of the Daffy and Bugs like going off together underground. I also like every time Daffy and Bugs are in a scene together. It's kind of like yeah. all stars. Mm-hmm. Like I just I kind of like that from being a kid that watched Looney Tunes. I did watch Looney Daffy Tunes. Daffy Duck was unexpectedly very funny. He I had was a lot ask, of good lines that had me. He laughing. was great. Yeah. He was all the fourth wall breaks and kissing his own ass with the mm-hmm. Warner Brothers logo. And I would say more so than the kid scene, although this is a bit of a cheat, any scene with Bill Murray yeah. basically was that my favorite in the film. I, that would be my yeah. real answer. Yeah. Every time he showed up on, like even that little huddle was super Gave funny Gave the movie juice. Oh, it made yeah. it instantly interesting, all that stuff. Yeah, my favorite part 
Don't, don't lose that confidence. Made me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. And I like at the end when, uh, who's he sitting with at the very end? Is uh, it Larry Bird. Larry Bird. And he's like, what's wrong? He's like, no, nothing. He's like, just, that could have been me. <laughs> when, yeah. When, when Jordan comes out and he's like, that could have been me out there. Like he yep. could have been on the NBA. Yeah. I also do yeah. love, but I love that ending, ending too, where it's like, it's almost like this is canon. This is how Michael Jordan got back into the NBA. I do. I remember even as a kid, really enjoying that. This is the roundabout fun little sure. myth way of how he got into the NBA. It is a fun story. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to step on you there. Shane. Yeah. A no, lot no. of writers on this film. Mm-hmm. There was how many writers? I think there was like five. Four, maybe? There were, yeah. I think four credited, but it's one yeah. of those like, like probably 10 uncredited. Bounced around yeah, and exactly. a bunch of people yeah. pitched in jokes, but go on. No, that, that was it. That was just, and uh, if we're talking about things we like, the soundtrack I thought was amazing for this film. Like mm. I really, uh, I remember having it as a kid and I liked almost every song on it. The monster song, you hit him high, hit him high, hit him mm. high. Like that song's amazing. I love even the opening title song with the jam and the space. The jam. jams. <laughs> yeah, like I can't, I don't even like that style of music, but I couldn't help but like dance when it came up and get really excited. Very nostalgic because that mm -hmm. music was, even if you didn't see the movie in the mid 90s, that those songs were everywhere. I believe I can fly. Oh my God. I just, it just made me think song, of middle school and shit. That song was made for this movie. Or high school, yeah. That was a Space Jam movie, I believe mm -hmm. I can fly. Yeah, is that R. Kelly? Like a, it, yeah, yeah, R. Kelly. It's just, it's so that it, yeah, the moment that song. <laughs> so hit. R. Kelly had a film he could watch with his girlfriends. I guess <laughs> R. Kelly in a kids movie. <laughs> you know that are that that kids movie star R. Kelly. <laughs> I did enjoy. Uh, I'm just going to show a scene that maybe we can play this uh, when we're sure. showing this in the thing that made mm -hmm. me die laughing, uh, just because it's like it's probably the most acting Michael Jordan did in the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> that just the picture of it, like it looks like it was like I just want to know what the director was like okay Michael on this scene you're going to be laughing at the the monster's butt is hanging out it seemed like a real laugh or though. was it like it's an outtake where he's in front of the green maybe, screen and or they maybe they were like he, he, maybe Jordan was like you got to really make me laugh and then they had a guy come and do funny stuff. So here's, maybe I've never seen him genuinely smile or laugh. So mm. it's just so weird to see on film. Like, true. I took note of like, oh, I've never seen his face do that. You know? Like he's such a I thought he was a good guy. actor though. Did you he not was. feel that? I, no, I, was, I thought he was good at he's it. Very, sure. His expressions well, were very good. You know, good. the degree of difficulty when it's a guy for a huge part of the movie is basically acting against like probably tennis balls in a green room, right? Like that's, that's a great point. That's tough for enough a first for like, time actor. Yeah, for a real actor, let alone a guy. Like he did a pretty good job. He'd done a million commercials, <laughs> so he was comfortable, but it's always reactionary, right? Like if he's with uh, Spike Lee in the Mars mm -hmm. Black, whatever that character is, you know. Who's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in those commercials. And the guy who directed this movie directed all those Bugs Bunny, Michael Jordan commercials before. So it's like right. there was some sort of like understanding. No, but he was good. I thought he was good. Yeah. And, and, the, and the NBA players were good too. Like nobody yeah. stood out as like especially bad to me. Like I wasn't like, oh, good Lord, you know. I also I enjoyed yeah. that the first credit on the movie is Wayne Knight. I had I really had, I had between this and Jurassic Park, Wayne Knight was having a moment. Basic yeah. Instinct and JFK. <laughs> right. He right. was like the Boston to die for. Seinfeld, obviously. So people know Wayne Knight from as Newman in Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's just it is early nineties. Wayne Knight was. Was he the really was, sweaty one in Basic Instinct? Yeah. When she's spreading the legs. I was wondering, does, did Wayne Knight become like really famous because so many people like rewound that scene that they ended up accidentally <laughs> seeing his face so many times? <laughs> 
and he's and, and JFK is like a, a real southerner. Isn't yeah, he? no, no, that's Kevin. Oh, maybe he is. I, I think he, was, he is as well because they're he, all yeah, kind right, of down he's there. He's part of doing the magic bullet scene, explaining, yeah. and that's why his and his first thing in Seinfeld was parodying his thing in JFK. Well, the fight. Well, Seinfeld was on and big in '96. No. Oh yeah, '96 for sure. So Wayne Knight yeah. would have been a very known person for sure. Space he Jam. was. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, guys, uh, best performance. Uh, can I say geez. Bill Murray? Even if it's a yeah, small part, yeah, I mean, then I'd say Bill Murray for sure. I mean, he every he, every single second he was on screen, he made me laugh. I I think Michael Jordan. Wow. I was I was really impressed. Yeah, because especially I've seen very like uncharismatically, like seeing the Kevin Durant film. How fucking boring is he? Like best oh God. best <laughs> basketball player actor ever though or performance. Ray Allen, he got game. I disagree. Ooh, interesting. Really? I think this is like I just watched he got game maybe a week ago. LeBron and Trainwreck. <laughs> Ray Allen it's is right. so stale and he got game. I'm not saying it's bad because I do think his character just has a boring personality. And the level of difficulty for Ray Allen and he got game. I just think that it's a lot what harder. What was difficult though? I think like, you know, he's this guy dealing with his father and like the the sister oh, and like that, there's protectiveness. He's acting. Jordan's reacting. What? Jordan's feel not like reacting to anything. Jordan's doing the cartoon version. Like right. Jordan's dealing with tennis balls like we just discussed. Ray Allen, of course, the subject matter is hard. But I just feel like Jordan's like a lot like, yeah, you're right, Bugs. Or okay, Bugs. Or like, his, Charles, don't do that. He shows facial expressions, though. Right. He looks great. I was very surprised at his facial control. And Ray Allen, and he got games like, get out of here, dad. We don't need you. And it, he's the same tone. Oh, I don't even think you give enough credit, man. I think like when he gets oh. really powerful. When's the last like time you saw that movie? Yelling at the sister? Uh, probably a half decade. Trust, rewatch it. You will be, he is like cardboard. He don't got a game? Is Shaq not like crying acting. about this conversation because no one brought up Kazam yet? <laughs> <laughs> or what's that? What's that Blue other chips, one? chips, steel. We've really gotten off <laughs> but, track here. I want to I say that I do think He Got Games is one of Spike Lee's best films despite Ray Allen's acting performance. Wow. I'm going to go with my, I, I, I think he's fantastic in He Got I mean, I just, I love the- Thank you, John. It's hard for me to picture his, I haven't really thought about his, I mean, I guess that's why I like his performance in it because I haven't really picked it apart. I feel like it. he plays this- Young, I mean, it also feels like Denzel could sort of like act like with a broom and it sort of elevates everyone around him. You that know, that goes without Denzel saying. Is amazing. Like, in that maybe movie. that's maybe I just, if you put I Michael could, Jordan, he got game. I don't think he could do what Ray Allen does. I, but I'm, I'm saying the degree of nothing. I think he could do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys have got to watch He Got Game. All right. Like, not just you guys, it. everyone listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm in shock right now. Tweet at us. Let us know if you think Ray Allen got acting game. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Shane's got uh, Michael Jordan. You've got Bill Murray. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll go with Bill Murray as well. Might as well. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah, I was entertained the most by Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. He was my like, you know. And again, like, I, Michael Jordan. Highlight. Michael Jordan was great. Like, there's no like, regardless of of dithering over who's the best. Uh, oh. Michael Jordan was great. Like, Other was, things we we liked, or I liked, I enjoyed. There was a lot of good little bits in here. You know, mm -hmm. like there's kind of good little scenes that you know I don't know if they add up to, and gay, to, to and gags and stuff. Yeah, like I liked Wayne Knight when he he's now on the basketball team and he really wants to get into the mm -hmm. game, but Michael Jordan keeps not picking him until yep. literally everyone's injured and he has to pick him. Just guard the big guy, okay? Guard him, guard him, I'll smother him. I'll be all over him like a cheap suit. I'll be on him like stick on rice. Like that worked. You know, Wayne Knight delivers and it's just a kind of a funny thing to keep going back to, you know, just his yeah. eagerness. And that character in general is like this doting yes man that's just sort of there to make sure Michael uh, is happy playing with the minor league team. Yeah, I, and I liked when he goes, he was, 
he said he had a line like, "I'm fat, but I'm slow." There was there I liked all the 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 fun like how many different ways can they show all the the tunes being injured? For some reason, I thought Tweety and a big iron lung made me really really laugh. <laughs> it was just these weird, stupid little throwaway gags, which They're, is Looney Tunes, right? Yeah, Looney Tunes. When they hit shit. like the Looney Tunes stuff hard, I did enjoy it. And talk about like becoming a huge part of the pop culture. There's a a Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, reference yeah. with Yosemite Sam and Ed yeah. Elmer That Fudd. was one of the worst edits in the film. It, I'm, <laughs> I had to rewind this about three times just to make sure my DVD wasn't fucked. And I want to, did you guys notice after the Pulp Fiction thing, there was a weird music edit and it kind of jumped weird? I didn't, I didn't notice it, no. it but it, it might have happened. Yeah. Maybe that was my DVD. Huh. Okay, well, keep an eye out. And I just bought this. <laughs> tweet at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so should we move on to reasons to potentially knock this off the pedestal? Yeah. Sure, yeah. All right, so there's the case against keeping it on the pedestal. What has aged badly? What was bad even then? What are its flaws? Johnny, you want to start? Uh, so for, there's a couple things. The, the, the main one, I guess, is that, again, I said early on, I loved like Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff like that when I was a kid. So do you feel like it stayed faithful to that? No. Okay. Zero. Sorry. And that <laughs> was, no, but that's, I'm glad because that's yeah. cutting to the chase. That is exactly a huge problem with it, that it felt like a bunch of like 30 year old filmmakers or Warner Brother execs who thought like, we have this old property from like the forties and fifties that no one cares about anymore. Let's just slap them and just change everything about them. And it was just so odd. Like even like Chuck Jones who directed all those old shorts, like he weighed in and said he hated the movie as well. Cause it was so unfaithful. It was just like the, it was, it was meant to be these, these crazy over the, like in, like in Roger Rabbit was a great example of how you saw these cartoons that are like kind of bombastic and over the top. And this was just sort of like kind of, I don't know, milk toast, vanilla. And they were just not funny. Like they just weren't funny. Like every single time, like when you say you don't like Looney Tunes, this would be the worst first thing to show someone about Looney Tunes because most of the jokes felt weird and flat and forced and just not to me it felt like on par with all the brutal Looney Tunes humor really? I've been dealing I with I just, I've even <laughs> watching a bunch of <laughs> I've even watched life. a bunch of them earlier today just to sort of reframe like am I remember they're making me laugh and most like just weirdo old short films that were like real like Bugs was like brutal Bugs was like like but, does anyone like Bugs though you I know, fucking hate Bugs he was not in this like so Bugs is an iconic character yeah. who's more iconic Michael Jordan or Bugs Bunny Oh, that's if you showed 20 people a picture. I think it might be bugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. It'd be close. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, again, yeah, he. you said who likes him. You know, he didn't particular. Every time he was off the screen, I wasn't going, when's Bugs coming back? Mm-hmm. And every time he was on, I was kind of like, okay. like he's he thinks he's so smart. But wasn't smart. Bugs Bunny, though? Because it, like, it was just, it was a kind of a lame, like, Bugs is supposed to be the guy. And he is supposed to be sort of an end almost an antagonist in his cart in, in his cartoons where he's this guy who's always going to win no matter what. He like fucks people up in his cartoon. Like it's like, kind of crazy. And in this one, he's just this sort of can't really do anything. He can't play basketball. He needs help with everything. Like he's just sort of this like lame-o character. Right. That, and they're all kind of like that. Like they're all just kind of, Daffy was the only one who sort yeah, of Daffy given like- anything to do. And the rest of them all just seem kind of just like wimpy little weirdos. And I wonder if it's, was it them all thinking that, or was it Jordan being like, make sure that I'm made to look better than everyone? <laughs> like, I don't know. It I got one note. <laughs> make me look better than bugs, all right? <laughs> hey, you say it as a joke, but I can picture it. He's what's so up, crazy. Doc? <laughs> the, uh, that's what's up, Doc. Uh, the, uh, you know, it's funny because every time they went to the cartoon world or they would go heavy on that plot, I found myself uh, disengaged. Again, this could be a function of our age, whatever, 
that being said, there's lots of cartoon stuff I watched. Yeah, that's, me that's, too. That's I, fine. I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. But like, so, you know, the iconic scene I mentioned earlier where uh, Michael Jordan gets pulled down the, the rabbit hole. It's like, okay, so that's kind of this fan, fantastical thing. But what's the funniest part about it? It's the Bill, Bill Murray, Murray line. Mm -hmm. You like, know, what kind camera? of camera is that? Don't point that thing at me. Can that, you put a lens cap on that? <laughs> amazing, because they're commenting on the uh, weirdness. Michael's going to be yeah. fine. Like, he's yeah. just sort of walking away. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, so every time they kind of like in the whole plot line with the Danny DeVito overlord, the amusement mm -hmm. park owner and enslaving these things. And I just, every time they went to that plot, I was always kind of like, okay, all right. Yeah. And when they go back to, um, in the scene where the, the Looney Tunes are trying to get Jordan's shorts and his shoes yeah i don't get like why is one of the shoes that they're grabbing like he's like <laughs> on a trophy like yeah, on a trophy case. just one shoe and the other shoes and another <laughs> the exact like, same get thing his fucking game shoes you idiots <laughs> <laughs> you fools yeah oh, man <laughs> i thought that was really weird and yeah. unexplained and like speaking of cheap things so he's wearing his jersey that says toon squad and they don't even none of the characters say toon squad it's just a block with the color oh, really did you notice it None no. of their jerseys oh, makes... had animated Toon Squad on the Man. chest. It was just That's like, oh, I wonder if that was a lazy animator thing. Some rationale behind that. It has to be. But or if it was a merchandising like, thing wow. where they're like the only person who's going to be. Or like Jordan's, he's wearing a practical jersey. And I guess maybe the, the movement, you don't want to have writing on it on a maybe. jersey for the animation. I didn't like the name Toon Squad either. Like I thought Monstars is a really genius yeah. name. That being said, Alex is like, you. my wife said, you think of a better name. And then I. Gave it a minute. There it is. Couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> she got it. So like, she yeah, got gotcha. you. Maybe I would have come up with Toon Squad. Toon. Toon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, um, you know when the players are stripped of their powers? Yeah. I didn't mind that. I, oh, okay. I, th I thought they were acting. I was like actually quite impressed by the way they acted when the, because you know, they're acting to nothing also. But when Charles Barkley goes to the court to try to play. They have uh, girl, all these girls playing on a court. Yes. And the girls, like, I really like the fact, again, like, uh, about empowering women and all that, but they make girls <laughs> fucking mean. You're not Charles Barkley. It's a wannabe who looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also thought, like, I also thought, why even make them girls? Like, is it terrible that he lost to girls? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that was that the most ins I, insulting thing he could lose. Like, but here's the thing. They're playing with Charles Barkley. Yeah. And then when he's not as good as Charles Barkley, they're like, be gone. Be gone. You ain't, like, you this ain't is Charles. A you just look alike. <laughs> That's the message. If you're not good, be gone. My impressions are perfect. This whole pod is just you guys imitating those girls on the thing. <laughs> be gone. You ain't Charles. That's ain't how Charles. they were, though. No, you're right. You're right. So I, I didn't. I think that was a good message for a mm -hmm. kids movie. Like, unless it was like they were the bullies and they were going to be overcame somehow. Yeah. It was just girls being mean to Charles. Yeah. And what's the, <laughs> Poor what's the, Charles. The insinuation is he's a guy that goes around posing as Charles Barkley. He's a lookalike. I think they that's can't. what they think he's doing. He's just being- At yeah. first they're excited to meet a celebrity and then they're like, you're just an imposter. And really mm -hmm. quickly jumped on him for that too. Like yeah. you yeah. just, you are absolutely not Charles Barkley. Yeah. Instead of like, Charles, are you okay? Is something wrong? They're just like, <laughs> oh my, get the fuck out of here, you idiot. And just after one stuff, they yeah, did exactly. Exactly. That it just wasn't a bad play. Like, <laughs> give him some time yeah. before we just assume he's lost all of his powers. Also, did you guys know there's a really um, weird scene? It's only weird if you really look at it closely. When uh, all the tall guys, there's Patrick Ewing, Sean Bradley, and uh, their heads. Yeah, they hit their heads. Yeah. But did you notice Muggsy Bogues in that scene? I know. I, I rewound this like five times. It's like he's he's on like a conveyor belt. And he's going like this, 
<laughs> well, I wonder if that's how they had to get the effect of them all hitting their heads at the same time. I couldn't time. figure it out. They were probably like, all on conveyor belt. Yeah. Is he supposed to be in a wheel? The other guys were walking, though. You the can see their feet? Yeah, the but tall no, guys are walking. So that the idea is that they're also tall and he's short. But why couldn't he walk? Yeah, why couldn't they just the shoot The doctor beside Muggsy was walking. I wonder if they had tried it and the three guys could never hit that stunt perfectly, so they had to, like— like they're yeah. pretending to walk and they're He's moving. saying you can see the feet though. The you players. can see the feet. Can you? Mugs, everyone's walking except for Muggsy. So I well, was I hoping understand. you guys would notice. No, I, notice an I did laugh at the heads being hit though. Yeah. I thought that was I, a good game. I yeah. was anticipating, because again, yeah. this is a movie I've seen like a bunch of times. So almost all <laughs> these jokes I was, I hey. do wonder if a lot of the jokes didn't work on me as well because I'm so familiar with them. And as a tall person, you found a little more traumatizing uh-huh. yep. to oh, see God. them hit their heads. 100%. Yeah. Did I mention I'm 6'5"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tallest guy in Mensa. Uh-huh. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> award winning. <laughs> Win the award for uh-huh. tallest guy in Mensa. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys can you understand why does Jordan agree to help these Looney Tunes yeah they kidnap him essentially he's a good guy I guess I mean I want to help these. so it's because of the kidnapping well once he's there I guess he he, he empathizes or sympathizes with their plight and decides mm-hmm. yes we will help you and Bugs is iconic you know yeah. and in this it is sort of odd like they're famous in this world yeah the Looney Tunes are a known entity. Like they're watching cartoons and Porky Pig runs in and interrupts it as if they're like live performers. I didn't understand the thread there, but it was interesting that in that world, Looney Tunes are a thing. Yeah. So when he sees them, I'm like, oh, these are people that I recognize. I suppose that's the idea. I just thought Jordan t- should have been way more shocked. What's going on here? Why, Michael? I thought you'd never ask. Like, you know how oh, there's movies I, I where do it's agree like, with that. wait a minute, what are you what's ta- going on? What are you and talking about, Buzz? There's a lot uh, of room for comedy yes. there. Yeah. I know it's a movie, the plot needs to move. I'm not saying Jordan should be like, this is impossible. But he should freak out before he accepts you it. Know, I, you, know I, know who you know who would have acted shocked? <laughs> Mr. Cardboard? Uh, Ray Allen. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, what are all these Looney Tunes doing here? <laughs> You're not my dad, Bugs. <laughs> he plays a one-on-one game yeah. with him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, that scene too where I had in my notes just for whatever, when he was in the hotel room and he's crushing the McDonald's, they got the Big Mac and the fries. I'm like, for a guy crushing uh, McDonald's, he's, oh, he's ripped. ripped. Yeah. His ab scene, yeah. Yeah, like it just reminded me of that scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Michael Reacher. Jordan was sexy in this movie. That's what we're saying. 100%. Right? He's at his apex. Yeah, I thought He's so. a pretty beautiful man. Absolutely. The other major beef I had, and I do, this is now me trying to be at struggle with my childhood self who sure. loved it and my adult self now. Am I such a cynic that I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I can't help but notice this feels like it was just kind of thrown together <laughs> in a Warner Brothers boardroom just as like a money-making scheme. Like, it's just like, it feels like the entire thing is just like, I think you're bang on. I like think that's exactly that what it way. is. You could feel it. Even if there's some overt, like there's obviously that famous line, the slip on your Hanes and lice up your Nikes and Gatorade and Big Mac and, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and all, and hitting all those things. But it's more just a, a feel of this is a constructed movie trying to create merchandise and get kids to watch Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. I just felt it like the whole time where I felt like it, like you could disengage was a great word that you said before. Yeah. Because it did feel consistently just, Falling out of the movie. Yeah. Just like, okay, this is just, all right, let's let this another 10 minutes go by. And it's just, it's like uh, things happen because they must happen to get us to yeah, this of next course. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really also bothered me. Uh, I didn't like the basketball scenes. Like when it wasn't the, basketball, right? When, like they're, <laughs> when they're playing the game, it was like football. Yeah. Give me some justification why there's no refs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like just you can just fucking tackle someone. 
at least show me like how like, you know, in professional wrestling, WWF or whatever, there's usually some distraction of the ref that's kind of clever. Or they and, tie him up or something. Yeah, I thought that, yeah. Like the Harlem Globetrotter thing. Like be silly with the ref. Don't totally ruin the game of basketball and still call it basketball. Yeah. yeah. It did feel like there was no basketball. It did bug me that for a movie that I remember being a basketball movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like the hijinks weren't like, you know, Maybe for a little kid, it's like, oh, you know, they're enjoying it. But I, I agree with you. I thought the hijinks sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. They were, yeah. I thought the scene where Danny DeVito uh, fantasized about having Michael Jordan at the amusement park was very dark. Mm-hmm. I like the animation in that. It was good. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, but it made me think how, you know, especially what's going on with the NFL and sort of the idea of like players as like- Making oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't it even was, think about that. It was such a fascinating animation that I think is somewhat relevant now with the way people are sort it's of- It's probably even relevant at then. Well, right? When you say bill. scenes that don't age well, I don't think having a black man in shackles with no. a ball and chain ages well in a kid's Hell movie. Hell no. But, it, but the or context was correct. Like, But you're saying that it was it was the idea of the villain. It was a villainous thing. You know what I mean? It, well, there's just mm-hmm. such a parallel there between team owners and maybe the way yeah. they could view players, especially with what we hear with some of these NFL owners say. It's like there was something kind of oddly- true about it, but mm-hmm. you do make a good point. But I don't a black think a black person watching would appreciate that he's Either being way. treated as a slave. It's just a crazy visual to yeah. kind of have. And did it, it was it, overly did, dark. Did it, because it's Michael Jordan and it's his stamp of approval on this movie, would do you think it would, do you think there was any controversy behind that? No. I, I think nowadays there would be, and I don't yeah. think that scene would, I don't think it'd be like, all right, LeBron, here you're kind of like a slave and yeah, we're being I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like, we're, I approve this animation, these cells of you shackled up, they'd, his reps would be like, absolutely, we're not putting yeah. LeBron yeah. in chains. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do you think that they'll ever remake this? Everyone always talks about a Space Jam 2 with a LeBron. With the Justin mm-hmm. Lin directing it. Is that is it happening? The, well, they t- I mean, they talked about it. Justin Lin, is that it? The guy who directed Fast and Furious and sure, uh, Aquaman sure, yeah. and all that. That's been... It was like greenlit, but right. I don't know. Does it need to be <laughs> like? Yeah, are there any too old to come back? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Ray can be in a, a kids movie. I mean, they, if there's money to be had, they will. I mean, for the, I think they'll they'll re, they'll make it for the same reason they made this. If they think that they can juice a bunch more Toon Squad LeBron James jerseys out of it, I think they might. Yeah. Uh, any, any other flaws or, or, or things that aged badly? I mean, obviously we talked about the scene with the uh, shackles uh, or was bad even then. Hmm, nothing that's, a- I mean, the low, I mean, I don't know if we skipped far, too quickly past the Lola Bunny thing, but to me, that was the most problematic. The, sure. The, how every time she walks in, she's slinky and the saxophone music playing. I'm like hearts popping out of eyes. And it's like, there's literally, I like, I was very, very paying attention to, there wasn't a second that she was on screen where she wasn't treated as like super sexy, which was really weird for a cartoon rabbit. It was just so mm-hmm. strange. Right. It was just odd. It was just like, oh, who made this decision? Like, yeah, really, no, make her sexier. No, no, I'm gonna play sexy music now. Yeah. Make her real hippie. Like, yeah. This is odd. It was just such a weird decision to totally. make. Totally. I don't think it was odd for that time. I think it's odd now. Yeah. Now that's that what we've I mean like aging. Come. Yeah. And it's just for them, maybe in their defense, it's the quickest way to get across the idea that she's this girl on the team that everybody's losing their mind over or it's, whatever. It you felt know? like a, hey, little girls, this movie is not for you whatsoever. Like, don't right. watch this movie, little girls. This isn't yours. This Again, is- though, she was powerful. It felt like a. It just felt like guys giving her a little bit of power. Like her being powerful was yet another thing that made her sexy. Like I kind of felt like it was in some ways like Wonder Woman. Right. It's like she's Wonder Woman, but she's like also 
this hot model. And why did she need wearing, to be sexy? Yeah. It's just so yeah. weird. None of, there is not one other Looney Tune that has any like sexual charisma in literally any way. I mean, Daphne was pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like there's none, it's just, it's so odd that they is went it weird down that to you route. That, is, it, is it because it's a kid's movie? Or do you think in general? Because do you find it weird that Jessica Rabbit is with no, uh, Roger Rabbit? No, in a kid's movie. I just mean, right. I don't understand how for a Looney Tunes movie, they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create, they don't have any female Looney Tunes we can do, so we're going to pick one and we're just going to make her sexy as fuck. Like, we're, we're going to go down that route of, right. of treating her that way. I just can't, I don't understand where that came from. Like, I think she could still be an attractive bunny with, like, the, the outfit, which yeah. was... Provocative. But like sexy rabbit but on yeah, a big whiteboard on some white. And like- maybe Bugs could have a more innocent crush the way, you know, Boy Meets World deals with Topanga being the attractive girl. Right. It was very sexualized. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, When, yeah. when yeah. the old with you. Bugs Bunny cartoons was Bugs Bunny some big old horn dog. It's just so strange. <laughs> it was just such a weird choice mm-hmm. to go for. Yeah. So Bugs isn't like that normally? No, but they're not wild wonder they're not sexual, these cartoons. They're crazy. They're, yeah. they're like they're ultra violent. They're not Freud might have something to say about that. I guess character. Bugs yeah, I guess. sometimes dresses up as a woman. Mm, he's, and seduces he's sexy men. then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other uh, side of Bugs' personality we, we can explore in another pod. Um okay, well shoot, guys, like do we want to get to it or what? Yeah, I'm, yeah I I'm guess in. so. Okay, so again, this movie is <laughs> Considered iconic, I think, to a lot of people of our generation. 100%. Um, so I guess the idea is, is this film deserve its spot on the pedestal that everybody, uh, it seems to keep it on. Everybody knows what you're talking about when you talk about Space Jam, and it means a lot to, I think, a lot of people uh, who watched it when they were younger. So would you like me to start? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Okay, so I think uh, that, that this movie is essentially an exercise in branding uh, that is really only in a lot of ways, like enjoyable, I think for people that want to have a nostalgic feeling and who lived through that time, I think other than that, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of everybody's time. I wouldn't show this movie to anyone and be like, you need to watch this. This is what it was like. Like, this is a cool movie when I was a kid and you're going to thoroughly enjoy it. It's like, I think there's so many better animated movies for kids and sports movies that I would show before I would ever show this one to anybody. It was fine. Name, name one sports movie that you think is better. Uh, I would show, um, sorry, I just had, I got to think. Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year is great. Yeah, something like Rookie of the Year. Little Big League? Yeah, like any of those movies that like, I think. The Sandlot? Sandlot. Sandlot's great. There you go. That's one I would show. I would show The Sandlot to kids well before I would show this uh, as far as a sports movie. Angels in the Outfield, as you said before. Yeah, was there another (laughs) great basketball kids movie? Uh, A lot of people think like (laughs) Mike's good. That's fine. It's interesting. Hoosiers, which is kind of Hoosiers that's is an not adult a kids movie. movie. Yeah, yes, with the, Hoosiers, the, the drunk dad. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Hopper getting Dennis thrown out. <laughs> He's just silly. happy. Yeah, <laughs> he's drinking that's his silly juice. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's not drunk. He's just happy. Um, that's hilarious. So anyway, I, I I won't keep this on the pedestal because for me, even someone that lived through that time, I didn't watch and think like, oh, this feels great, man. Other than a few mm. Bill Murray highlights, I just it, it was like a it, it was boring and I disengaged, which could also be a function of my age i was laughing at this movie a lot it caught me off guard i'm a big basketball fan i'm also big into brainwashing children (laughs) nice so that slide don't do it (laughs) explores that comment let me explain (laughs) (laughs) no what what i mean is my own children like um my big regret in life is my parents never pushed me towards any sports in particular it was very like figure it out on your own kind of if you if you like something yeah. i like ninja turtles as a kid so i got into karate i wish i had this film when i was 
you know, four or five or that age where you kind of like goofy movies like this. And I felt like as an adult, I enjoy this, but I am, you know, I'm having uh, I just found out I'm having a little girl coming yeah, up boy. Oh. and I want to uh, make her a basketball player. I and you were gonna stop it there. Make her a basketball. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna dress her like <laughs> dribble uh, her around. What's the girl's name for this movie? Lola Bunny. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Oh boy. <laughs> Play saxophone music every time she walks in. But yeah, I'm going to this is gonna be one of the first movies I show my kid. I just really like this movie. I don't know. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Right. And yeah, the basketball scenes kind of suck and they're a little boring, but I think a kid will enjoy it. So on? Is that on hundred percent on. You boy. think it deserves its place? Absolutely. As an iconic and I, it movie. It makes sense what you're saying, 100%. Because this, I, I feel, wow, guys. I was happy that I that I watched this when I was, I, I was happy that I had this as a kid. I was happy mm-hmm. this was part of the rotation of all those movies that I watched. But I feel I'm leaning towards what Mike is saying about how regardless of, I wonder, if just the nostalgia factor of having it, it's just not, there's just too much bad to outweigh the good in this movie. There's too many. I'm telling you, we did go on long about bad, and I almost did change my mind because I was swayed by this. And, but- I'm not, and it's clo- and it's and to me, I think it's clo- It's even closer than I think I'm letting on. I think for, for the bad, because, because I really, I really do have strong memories of this movie. And I really, like, I, I, when, when I said, told my wife we were watching this, I was like, I loved this movie when I was a kid. It's the first thing just mm-hmm. out of my mouth just without even thinking about it. But, I mean, it's just, it, it, it it the quintessential movie that has not aged very well. I'm sure at the time it was big and bombastic, but I don't think it holds up all that well, and I don't think it should be on the pedestal. So I well, vote no. As a man who had no nostalgia for this movie as a kid, because I did not see this at the proper age, nor did I. I had an aversion to Looney Tunes, as we discussed at the top. I think that's my uh, way to kind of refute your. Claim yeah, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say it's like it's not bad. Like, it's, you know, there's there's there are a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. A well, lot you know of bad, but all it felt like all the cartoon stuff is the stuff that dragged it down and all the best for you said the bad the sports stuff the sports stuff i thought was great and it was and might it might be one of the better sports movies of all time like, that was a damn long basketball game i'll tell you that oh man <laughs> that was like <laughs> half the movie uh you know rotten tomatoes critics rotten tomatoes critical consensus is a harmless mishmash of basketball and animation that'll entertain kids but leave adults less than thrilled yeah i think that sums it up in <laughs> a lot of ways and it, for me i i tend to, i just not iconic you know yeah like you said, like there's a, there's 25 movies. There's like a million movies I'd show before Space Jam. But Tonight. I thought so I your could, definition of iconic was uh, recognizability or whatever. Yeah, uh, I guess. Like everyone knows I'm Space wrong. Jam. Am I wrong? So yeah, good point. Not like, sorry, it's iconic because that's irrefutable. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about it. It's this and thing. And that's why it's on the pedestals because it's iconic. Right. Yeah, like I don't remember think, it. I don't think the way. creative or the movie uh, warrants it, which yeah. is the crux of our pod. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So it's off the pedestal. Off. How many is that now? That's two three up. on and two off. Whew. Yeah. There you Shame. go. Is it time to close the book? <laughs> What's my line again? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Every time. It's time to, I know I don't even remember. And that's yeah. the end of that chapter. <laughs> no, maybe that's not it. Time to close the book. It's time to close the book on this one. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's like cuts into the theme yeah. from CSI. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right.